Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. I'm Mike Marilla. Virginia's governor is the headliner of a CNN town hall in just about an hour discussing his efforts to reform schools in the state. A judge sides with the former chair of the Prince George's County School Board, but it's not the end. I'm John Dome. The FDA out tonight with new mammogram standards. We'll check in with the Washington Post in 15 minutes. 8 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Jennifer Kuyper in Chicago. After recent high-profile train derailments, Norfolk Southern CEO Alan Shaw testifying before the Senate Environmental Committee says... I intend to continue working with industry stakeholders, including rail car owners, lessors, shippers, and other railroads to make industry-wide safety improvements. It's going to take all of us, and Norfolk Southern is eager to lead that effort. Shaw also apologizes for last month's toxic train derailment in East Palestine, Ohio. Democratic Senator Sherrod Brown of Ohio says residents he has spoken with are looking for some financial reassurance. Norfolk Southern must pay the money for every cent of the cleanup, as you've all said. Every water test, every hotel room, every bottle of water, every hospital bill. If an Ohioan comes down sick because of the contaminants next week, next year, for the next several years. In California, the concerns about snow have been replaced by concerns about rains. CBS's Steve Futterman. Last week it was snow. Now the big concern here in California, especially the northern part of the state, is rain. A so-called atmospheric river is already dropping rainfall, which will also result in snow melting. Put together, officials in the state fear there could be dangerous floods and are warning residents to be careful. Please don't risk driving through flooded waters. Please don't risk trying to take shortcuts. Those living near rivers and in areas prone to flooding are being told to take special precautions. Steve Futterman, CBS News, Los Angeles. German police have yet to give a precise number on the victims of a shooting inside a building being used by Jehovah's Witnesses in Hamburg. Police say it appears likely that the perpetrator or perpetrators were either in the building or among the dead. Detailing his almost $7 trillion budget to a crowd in Philadelphia, President Biden says it will reduce the national deficit. The budget I'm introducing today is going to reduce the deficit by nearly $10 billion, or $3 billion, over trillion dollars over 10 years. The president proposes significant spending increases for expanded child tax credits and a major boost to the Medicare trust fund. He says he would more than cover the cost by raising the corporate tax rate and imposing new taxes on Americans' richest families. Ideas dead on arrival in the GOP-controlled House. A revelation in a New Mexico courtroom during a preliminary hearing in actor Alec Baldwin's involuntary manslaughter case. Baldwin's attorney, Alex Spiro, has told the court that the gun Baldwin was holding when it went off killing a cinematographer apparently no longer exists. The firearm in this case that's um, a great subject of it was destroyed by the state. Uh, So that's obviously an issue and we're going to have to see that uh, firearm um, or what's left of it. Average U.S. mortgage rates rose for the fifth straight week to 6.7 percent. This is CBS News. Nobody should have to pay for one-size-fits-all insurance coverage. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance so you only pay for what you need. Liberty Mutual Insurance. 
It's 8.03 now on WTOP, Thursday evening, March 9th, 2023. Reagan National at 49, and some of us headed to the 30s overnight. Good evening, I'm Dimitri Sotis for the top local stories we're following this hour. Breaking news on WTOP. A major transportation project in our area is in jeopardy. Transurban, part of the group taking the lead on building toll lanes along 270 and portions of the Capitol Beltway in Maryland, says it's backing out of the project. In a statement tonight, the company says the project faced obstacles such as unresolved lawsuits and what it calls a changing political landscape. Former Maryland Governor Larry Hogan first proposed building those toll lanes. They were intended to relieve congestion on the Beltway. Of course, there is now a new governor in place, West Moore in Annapolis. Stay with WTOP for more about these developments tonight. Virginia Attorney General, or the Virginia Attorney General, is demanding a Fairfax County middle school prove to him a college prep program is not discriminatory against students. Right now, he says it is discriminating against people. The letter was sent out by Cooper Middle School in McLean last week, and according to Virginia's Republican Attorney General Jason Miares, it only listed some races and ethnicities and not others as categories for students who should apply. That he called a blatant example of racial and ethnic discrimination. He also threatened an investigation if the school can't prove the program doesn't discriminate. Fairfax County Public Schools in a statement says claims that any demographic is excluded from the program is wholly inaccurate because last year 26% of students in the program were Asian and almost 9% were white. School system also says it's disappointed the AG didn't contact them first before making false and damaging public accusations, it says, against the school. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. Well, we're going to stay with Virginia and stay with education, but it's also a campaign 2024 story on WTOP. Virginia's Governor Glenn Youngkin will be front and center at a CNN town hall. It starts in less than an hour tonight. He's headlining a conversation on education. Many believe the Republican is also considering a run for president this year and looking for that breakout moment. Stephen Farnsworth teaches political science and international affairs at the University of Mary Washington, and he joined us earlier this afternoon. This is a person who has been testing the waters for a while now, and so- So far, he's found the waters rather chilly. Polls show him at 1% or so. So what he really needs to do is convince a lot of people that he belongs not in the also-rans, but higher up in the pecking order. That's what this event would be about for the Yunkin campaign. It gives him a chance to showcase a key issue. But the downside risk is that this isn't Fox News. This is a vehicle that is less reflexively Republican. And so the CNN audience, they'll be asking questions. Some of them will likely be sharp. So Glenn Youngkin may face a bit rougher sledding than he sometimes faces when he does these TV appearances. The CNN town hall starts at nine. Keep it here for full coverage on WTOP. Some students say they plan to gather outside of CNN's headquarters to protest Youngkin's education policy. 8.06. Last year, the Maryland State Board of Education moved to fire Juanita Miller from the Prince George's County School Board. At the time, she was the chair. But today, a judge is ruling that she should keep her job. After allegations of misconduct, incompetence, and willful neglect were filed against her, Juanita Miller appealed to the administrative law judge in Maryland, who has ruled she did not commit any of those offenses and should not be removed from the Prince George's County Board of Education. While she lost her role as chair of the board a few months ago, Miller remains an at-large member. And while it's a big win, it's also not over yet. Those who argued against her can respond to the State Board of Education, which could still move ahead with fire. Her. Miller did not respond to calls, texts, or emails. John Dome in WTOP News. The lawmakers who voted to reject D.C.'s criminal code described violence in the city as an epidemic. 
Now a poll by the Washington Post and GMU's Char School finds more than three in four D.C. residents say they actually feel safe in their neighborhoods. Washington Post local reporter Emily Davis joined us last hour. One person I spoke to who lives in Columbia Heights, for example, who's lived in that neighborhood for decades, says that it's a lot safer than when he grew up and that he he was used to hearing gunshots every night and now he maybe has heard them five times in the last year. However, crime is still a concern. Two in three respondents say they're very concerned about gun violence, while half say the same about carjackings. The Post poll of more than 1,600 people has a margin of error of plus or minus three percentage points. One other interesting aspect, people in the suburbs, Virginia, Maryland, say they feel safer than they do in D.C. Now the latest on a man charged with second-degree murder, accused of shooting and killing a 13-year-old boy in Northeast D.C. During a court hearing today, a judge agreed to release Jason Lewis from jail while he waits to return to court in June. Lewis's attorney successfully argued that the D.C. government employee is not an immediate danger to the community. Lewis turned himself over to police back in January after the shooting that left 13-year-old Karan Blake dead. Police say Lewis fired at Blake after seeing him break into cars in his neighborhood. 808 here on WTOP. It's traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. We're going to check in now with Bob Imler. He's in the traffic center. Pretty much cleared out around the region on 95 southbound. The crash remains on the left shoulder uh, near 123. And then after that, looks like there may be something else on the roadway because it's gotten awful slow headed toward Prince William Parkway on 95 South once you get beyond the crash. So maybe there's something else that stopped at the roadway there. Tends to happen in that spot. But mainly the crash is out of the roadway. And traffic on 66 is doing all right in both directions around the Beltway in Maryland and Virginia. No incidents or delays. And uh, things are generally in good shape. On the Maryland side, 50 out to the Bay Bridge runs without delay. 95 of the Baltimore-Washington Parkway, each pretty quiet between the beltways. No delays to report on 270 in the district. Just brief volume delays here and there on DC 295. And on uh, southbound 3rd Street, Tunnel 395, uh, the crash near South Capitol Street, that has been cleared. Looking for a safe used car? Fitzgerald Auto Mall has hundreds of good cars, trucks, and SUVs. Next to a good car, a, a new car, a Fitzway used car is best. Visit Fitzmall.com today. Bob Inler, WTOP Traffic. Still ahead here on WTOP, a New England specialty making its way to the streets of D.C. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Tracking a big cool down for Friday, the weekend, even on into early next week with highs really only in the 40s. For tonight, plenty of clouds, lows in the 30s. Tomorrow we'll have rain at times with some wet snow showers north and west of Washington during the morning hours. It's all about blustery winds on Saturday, putting wind chills in the 30s. I'm Storm Team 4 Meteorologist Amelia Draper. Right now at Fort Belvoir, 43, Foggy Bottom, 49, Silver Spring, 49 degrees. In some parts of our area, moving down to the 30s. We're brought to you by Long Fence. Save 20% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today. Schedule your free in-home estimate. Now 810. Tell us what you're seeing on your commute. Call the WTOP Traffic Center at 866-304-WTOP. Washington's top news, traffic and weather, keeping you informed 24-7. It's Money News at 10 and 40, and we're going to Jeff Claybaugh. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. Another big sell-off on Wall Street took stocks to a seven-week low as traders await tomorrow's February jobs report. Dow Industrials plunged 544. The S&P 500 dropped 74. The Nasdaq fell 238. GM is looking to trim the ranks of its white-collar workforce without layoffs. It's offering voluntary buyouts to most salaried staff, in the company's words, to accelerate normal attrition. 
GM hopes to cut $2 billion in costs. The CEO of Norfolk Southern was on Capitol Hill telling a Senate panel he's sorry for last month's toxic train wreck in Ohio. Lawmakers ripped into CEO Alan Shaw hours after another Norfolk Southern train derailed in Alabama. Banks are suddenly finding themselves fighting for deposits as they've been left behind by rising rates paid by money funds and treasury bills. The gap between market rates and rates paid by banks is now the most in 30 years. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Larry Kofsky on WTOP. We did want to take a quick look at the Asian markets tonight, and they seem to continue to be dropping just as Wall Street did today over uh, the jobs report coming out in the morning and continued concerns about inflation, of course, and rising uh, interest rates, the need to raise interest rates. So tonight, Australia's ASX 200 down almost 2%. Tokyo stocks down 1%. South Korea's Kospi down about 1%. Well, coming up on WTOP, the FDA has new standards for a vital part of breast cancer screening. The Washington Post will join us in a few minutes to explain that. It's now 8-12 on WTOP. Eric was way behind on his taxes. I owed a lot of money to the IRS, almost $15,000. I tried to make payments. The IRS wasn't satisfied with Eric's efforts, so they came after him full force. They're coming to put a lien and a hold on all my income, my home, my car. I was just overwhelmed at what to do. Then Eric called Optima Tax Relief. When Optima Tax got involved, the cause was stopped. The threats would stop. It was easy like uh, one, two, three. Optima Tax Relief is A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau, and their team of expert tax professionals took care of Eric's problem. I owe 15000 and now my debt is clean. I don't owe anything. Take Eric's advice. If you have a tax problem, you need to call Optima Tax now. Call Optima Tax Relief for a free consultation. Call 800-354-2840. 800-354-2840. 800-354-2840. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. 813. Come on, man. I thought you said we have better seats this time. Oh, but we do. With 100 times space zoom on my new Samsung Galaxy S23 Ultra, we can see everything. Whoa, are you zooming in on the coach's clipboard? Yep, and it looks like he might be doodling. The mascot riding a pony? I can't even see the puck that they need to shoot! So... Like our seats now. <laughs> I think I just really like your S23 Ultra. Take advantage of amazing carrier offers now at Samsung.com. I'm in the newsroom now and just spoke with our assignment desk for an update on the investigation. On WUSA 9 News at 11, we continue to follow the latest developments on today's breaking news. Good evening. We begin the news at 11 tonight with breaking news with updates as they come in. This story just broke within the last 30 minutes. Our sources... The most up-to-the-minute information available. It was just a few hours ago that police were back in this neighborhood. Okay, we're just getting this text from police from the scene. They're covering breaking news stories from every angle. WUSA 9 News, weeknights at 11. Still ahead on WTOP. The Wizards battling a team they're chasing for a playoff spot. The conference tournament quadruple headers in full swing. And who's going to be Georgetown's next men's basketball coach? Stay with us on WTOP. Here's Brandon Gullah, the vice president and chief technology officer of Rancher Government Solutions on Federal Insights Securing the Software Supply Chain, sponsored by Rancher Government Solutions. It's important for us to provide all the binary assets and honesty, transparency and observability to what's actually running in that underlying software component. And it's up to us as a software vendor to make that information available. Listen to the entire discussion on Federal News Network. Search Rancher Government Solutions. 
Rancher Government Solutions, the leader for securing Kubernetes and cloud-native containerized applications for the U.S. government, has launched Rancher Government Carbide, a revolutionary supply chain security solution in response to the increasing threat to the nation's software supply chain. Carbide simplifies Kubernetes security management by providing a better, more standardized way for users to verify and validate that their software is safe and secure. To learn more, visit RancherGovernment.com. Everything you need, every time you listen. WTOP News. It's 815. I'm Dimitri Sotis. Thanks for being with us. The FDA is out with new breast cancer screening standards that could potentially help save the lives of thousands of women nationwide. The new rules will require mammogram providers to notify women if they have dense breast tissue and recommend they consult their doctors about additional testing. The move could help more women detect breast cancer earlier, which, of course, is the all-important point here. Let's take you live tonight to Washington Post health reporter David Ovalle with more. Thank you very much, David, for a bit of your time tonight. Uh, Why are women who have dense breasts more at risk of breast cancer or having breast cancer go unnoticed? Thanks for having me on. So when a woman has dense breasts, um, when they are undergoing the mammograms, the tissue is so dense that it shows up as white on on the mammograms. Well, a lot of the cancerous uh, tumors can show up also as white. So it makes it more difficult for the radiologist to pinpoint exactly if there is a tumor hiding hiding in there. So so oftentimes it's very difficult. So, uh, you know, there's um, no real consensus on which is the best test um, to do afterward, it can be an MRI, it can be an ultrasound. They have a bunch of, uh, they have other um, procedures as well. But um, certainly, this language will inform more women, and more women will have that option of being able to go and talk to their doctor about what to do next. And uh, from the people you're in touch with, it's a good move, uh, a move that somewhere down the road will protect lives and save lives. Absolutely, absolutely. I've spoken to women who who had mammograms, and they were told everything was fine or there was nothing that was detected, but then they come to find out um, sometimes years later that um, once they feel a lump in their breast, that um, that they had to do an ultrasound or an MRI, and then that came back, and it turns out they're in a later stage of cancer. So the idea is um, if you have that option, if you learn about it earlier, then you'll be able to make that decision and possibly catch it at an earlier stage. You know, when, when, when breast cancer is caught, the earlier the better, um, and the survival rate is much, much better. For the very reason you just discussed, of course, anything along these lines is beneficial. But we understand that most of the states already had uh, a requirement, essentially, that women who have dense breasts be told about that. Uh, Is the FDA requirement or I'm sorry, the guidance from the FDA, is it considered uh, a a little bit redundant or or is it is it all the better? No, it's not really that redundant because what happens is not all the states have uniform language. So some states might just say just describe what dense breasts are. Others might tell you, yes, um, you know, you need to go and do this and, and speak to a, your healthcare provider about possibly additional tests. So there was no real uniform language. So this is very easy to understand. It's in the letter that you get when you get your results. You can read it, and and therefore you can go and you can talk to your doctor. Uh, but it really is an educational thing, and it's it's a standardizing thing. And, you know, frankly, it's just common sense. David, thank you very much. Good to hear from you tonight. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. David Ovalle there. He's Washington Post health reporter.
Quick look at the top stories we're working on on WTOP. A major change for a storied men's college basketball program in our area. We'll tell you what's happening at Georgetown. President Biden's budget proposal includes a 25% minimum tax on the richest Americans. Keep it here for full details on these stories just ahead on WTOP. We're getting back to Bob Imler. He's in the traffic center. Around the Beltway in Maryland and in Virginia, all is quiet tonight. And the crash that was on 95 South and Woodbridge uh, before the Occoquan, that is now completely cleared and traffic runs without delay from Springfield to Fredericksburg and beyond. On 66, all is quiet both ways, both inside and outside the Beltway. And uh, things are in pretty good shape on the Maryland side for the most part, though. Checking for the crash reported to be on Route 50 westbound near 201 Kenilworth Avenue. Watch your mirrors for the responders. On 95 in the Baltimore-Washington Parkway, traffic runs well on each between the beltways. 50 for the beltway out to the Bay Bridge is good to go. And 270 also running delay-free between the beltway and Interstate 70. Bob Imler, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4's Amelia Draper. A cold night with lows in the 30s and highs tomorrow only in the low to mid-40s with Rain at times, otherwise cloudy skies on your Friday. Even some wet snow showers during the morning hours north and west of Washington. Blustery on Saturday with wind gusts up to 30 miles an hour or greater and temperatures near 50. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. Right now in Rockville it's 40, Ashburn 45, District Heights 42. Some parts of our area could be down to the 30s. We're brought to you by New Look Home Design. Right now say 50% on all roofing materials and labor. And coming up tonight on WTOP. A jury finds the former Laurel police chief guilty of setting fires and attempting to kill those inside. I'm Megan Cloherty. It's 820. You deserve affordable health care, so get connected to wellness with United Healthcare Community Plan. It's for working adults, people with disabilities, pregnant women, and children who qualify for Medicaid. We're more than just insurance. We have the care to help you feel healthy and whole with benefits and extras, like unlimited doctor's visits, prescriptions, and even vision care at low or no cost to you. To learn more about United Healthcare Community Plan, visit uhccp.com forward slash Maryland. That's uhccp.com forward slash Maryland. Health Choice is a program of the Maryland Department of Health. MedStar Washington Hospital Center has again achieved national ranking for cardiology and heart surgery in the 2022-23 U.S. News & World Report Best Hospitals Rankings, moving up to number 28. It is the only nationally recognized heart program in the Washington metropolitan area and also received the highest rating possible in aortic valve surgery, heart attack, heart bypass surgery, heart failure, and transcatheter aortic valve replacement. For more information about the MedStar Heart and Vascular Institute, visit MedStar. Health.org. It's 821. When you hire your local Certipro painters, you get the power of doing it right. Detailed project proposals, excellent customer service, and trusted professionals who get the job done on time and on budget. The power of experience. We're kings of the scaffolding and pros with the stucco. We've been there, done that. Get your project started at Certipro.com and get the power of pro. Each Certipro painter's business is independently owned and operated. The weather we get in the morning may not be the weather we get in the afternoon. Welcome to Washington. Freezing rain moving into our area. Temps are expected to nosedive. Get the latest Storm Team 4 updates every 10 minutes on the 8th. WTOP News. Everything you need, every time you listen. This is WTOP News. It is 822 now. We're glad to have your company tonight. New this evening, Robert Blake, the Emmy-winning Beretta star, has died. He was 89. He started his long acting career all the way back at the age of five in short films, 
our gang, also known as the much-loved Little Rascals, but it ended in 2001 after he was acquitted of killing his wife. He died after battling heart disease in Los Angeles. David Crawford, a former police chief in Laurel, is found guilty of intentionally setting fires. In some cases, investigators say this was done in occupied homes. 71-year-old David Crawford could face life in prison for setting four fires in Howard County. In some of those fires, eight people were inside. In court records show, after a week-long trial, a jury found Crawford guilty of all eight counts of attempted murder as well. Crawford's defense attorney says he maintains his innocence and plans to appeal, noting that prosecutors did not need to prove a motive for the dozens of fires, which spanned from 2011 to 2020. During the trial, fire investigators from six Maryland counties, including Montgomery and Prince George's, testified against the former Laurel police chief as he has pending charges for setting fires there as well. Last week, Crawford was convicted of first-degree arson in Frederick County. Megan Cloherty, WTOP News. There have been efforts to ease the tax burden on Maryland retirees in recent years, but a new proposal would go even further by cutting that tax bill to zero. Marylanders should not have to consider leaving the state when they retire because of the taxes on their incomes. That's the thinking behind a bill from Republican Maryland State Senator Steve Hershey. His bill would phase out taxes on retiree incomes by 2028. The bill Hershey is proposing would take effect in July and would be phased in gradually. Now, there is a price tag. According to the state comptroller's analysis, state and local revenue losses would total $3 billion by fiscal year 2029. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Good to have you here tonight on WTOP. You don't know when or where breaking news is going to happen. Or where you'll be when it does. We're talking to people who live here in Frederick. You do know WTOP will be there with reporters live on the scene. Reporting live from Chevy Chase. On your radio and on all your devices with the free WTOP app. WTOP News. Everything you need, every time you listen. Sports at 25 and 55. Powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. It's 825 now as we check in with Rob Woodfork. All right, the Capitals and Devils nodded at two apiece in what's been a wild second period over at Capital One Arena. The Caps were up one nothing in the first period, but a couple of uh, goals by the Devils gave them the lead shortly. But just moments ago, Dylan Strome, 15th goal of the season. Uh, serves as the equalizer. Georgetown tonight announcing Patrick Ewing is out as head coach of the Hoyas after six seasons in which his alma mater went just 75-109 and 109 after last night's one-and-done in the Big East tournament. The final two seasons, historically bad, a 13-50 and 50 record that included a Big East record 29-game conference losing skid. And like Ewing, Mike Brennan coached American to only one NCAA tournament appearance. He was fired today after 10 seasons. Maryland takes on Minnesota at the top of the hour in round two of the Big Ten tournament. Coach Kevin Willard on the good part of the later 9 p.m. start. You get the advantage of watching all the games during the day, which is kind of fun. I love watching all the other games. So I think that eats up a lot of your day. Unlike a normal 9 p.m. game on a Tuesday night. Yeah, the downside, though, Coach. If you win your game at being able to adjust the next day and understanding what to do with your guys and how to get them recovered, how to get them prepared, how to put your scout report in, how to put your game plan in in a very short period of time. 
Virginia in the second half of their ACC quarterfinal, up 44-37, uh, roughly midway through the second half on North Carolina. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. All right, Rob, still ahead tonight, we've got breaking news. A tolling company, an Australia-based company, the lead partner in the plan to build toll lanes to widen 270 and parts of the Beltway in Montgomery County. They are bailing out of the project, so a major uh, story to come here in terms of your commute, your future commute. Also ahead. What Virginia says after lobbying the GSA 